guys and girls, welcome to another episode of Metal Mastermind. Your host, co-host and co-founder, Jason Stallworth, and co-host and co-founder, Ken Candelas. Welcome, everybody. <laughs> welcome. Guys, I want to thank you, Ken and I both, uh, before we get started today, we've got a we got a meaty topic today. We want to thank you from the bottom of our hearts for being a part of Metal Mastermind. Uh, we appreciate you. We are honored to have every one of you listening right now. We truly mean that. So uh, with that said, we are going to get in to really a serious topic regarding your music. And this is for you. I, I encourage all of you to listen, even if you don't want what we're going to talk about today. But this is really for you who want to do something more with your music, whether that's getting into a position to where you're playing music full time. And there are a lot of things that go with that. Uh, a lot of avenues that we'll talk about, uh, or you at least want to put something out there, maybe a single and start generating something from it, you know, making some traction, not just doing this as a hobby. Uh, and I strongly encourage every one of you to, uh, to listen to the entire podcast today, especially because there are going to be a lot of things, a lot of different methods and ways and tactics and strategies that we're going to throw at you. You're going to be like, Oh, I didn't know I could do that. Yeah, I'm in. I want to try this. So with that said, we're going to start by talking about how to manage uh, how to manage your your craft with your full time job. Maybe you got a part time job. Some of you work two jobs. I've, I've done that plenty of times in my life. We're going to start out with that, guys, and, and then we're going to merge into uh, a little bit deeper level. So, Ken, you know, you and I, we are both full time musicians. Everything that we do revolves around music but we weren't at that level at one time and uh you know my my journey as a full-time musician and all things related we'll talk about that all things related by the way <laughs> that's important uh that began about three years ago um i worked for a very large corporation i'd worked there for almost 14 years uh, who knows some of my coworkers may be listening to this right now and uh, you know i won't tell the full story quite yet Again, because I want I want to get into yours as well. You, you know, we we both have similar journeys. But I jumped ship three years ago. But before that, guys, before that, it didn't just like magically happen. Um, you know, I had to learn how to manage my time working a corporate job, a very demanding one. It just office space on steroids. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> but all that said, you know, so that that was kind of my thing, right? Um, and I had to somehow manage you know, not just jamming on guitar, right? Because sometimes we go home from our job and we use guitar or vocals or drums or bass, whatever you play and sing to blow off steam. And that's fine. That's uh, that's part of it. That's part of why we do it because we love it. However, you do add a little bit more pressure to yourself when you say, you know what, I want to take this to the next level. And can you, you know, I mean, Talk to us a little bit about, you know, about your experience as well. We'll kind of bounce back and forth here. I know you were uh, you were working multiple jobs before you started doing this full time. Yeah, uh, I mean, my experience. Uh, well, to be quite frank, I uh, I am one of those people who have never had a full time job, <laughs> which is uh, difficult to it. manage. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, though. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, my. I'm I'm 31 today. Uh, today's my birthday, actually. Dude, happy is, birthday! Uh, oh my which God. is hilarious. Uh, so March 30th. That's we're filming that we're this recording on March. this. Yeah. So um, I've been, uh, you know, doing this for about, 
I want to say 12 to 14 years being in the music industry. Um, but when I first started, I, I had two major moments uh, where I had to make decisions that would change my course. Um, and I think for someone who is young, um, this is something maybe that might be relatable, uh, where when I was in my late teens to early 20s, I was working as a popcorn boy uh, just at a movie theater, you know doing concession, doing usher, box office, et cetera. And uh, part of my uh, time was, you know, spent making music with friends and all that good stuff. But at a certain point, I remember that people at my job, I wasn't really getting along with, and I started to feel like I was getting pushed out. So I decided to uh, quit that job and I took on a restaurant gig that I was doing a busboy, uh, and I literally only lasted about a month before I said I called out sick and I just never went back. <laughs> nope, I'm not doing it. <laughs> uh, but what was really scary about that was actually I didn't have anything to uh, give me income. So, but that that moment. I was like, okay, I was already studying like audio engineering and all this kind of stuff. And I said, uh, maybe uh, let me just dive in like 100% into audio engineering and see if I could figure that out. And um, I had remembered uh, what inspired me to do that was actually, I had an internship with a studio uh, that was in Manhattan. And the engineer told me his name was Paul Howells is his name. He said, yeah, this is an industry where you can't just like dip your toes in. You kind of have to go full on in and take that risk. And I was like, oh. okay. Um, and I kind of had sat on that idea for a while. It wasn't until like maybe a year later that I actually did that. Uh, so, and, you know, I wasn't, it's not like I was living cushy, you know, with my parents or something like that. My parents actually moved when I was, uh, 22 and this was already after that point and i had to you know pay rent and all this kind of stuff so all the adults you know <laughs> yeah i had to i was kind of like thrown out in a sense <laughs> more like instead of the the kid leaving the nest the parents just left the nest <laughs> you're, you're an adult dude we're out and that's when they yeah. moved from new york to florida right they moved down to yes. florida at that yes time. they cool, moved cool. to florida and so i had to fend for myself and my sister and my brother. So uh, we were really trying to figure all this stuff out at the time. And, you know, we couldn't really afford to not make money, you know? So yeah, yeah. I took a chance on whether or not I could do the, that sort of role. And it was, you know, to my gracious cousin who was in a band who needed to record an album that he was my first gig that paid me and kept me afloat for like, actually like five months. It was kind of wild, That's awesome. you know, and yeah. from that point on, I got more entrenched in the industry. It was enough time for me to build, uh, you know, some sort of, you know, resume work and get out into the field and make connections. And I did. And I was able to land a job at a live sound company and the rest is yeah. history. So <laughs> that was one decision in my life that definitely made a significant turn in that. Uh, but my second decision was actually through the pandemic. 
And my decision to leave uh, a job like Good Morning America was very uh, important because at that time, uh, which happens to a lot of sort of up and coming like audio engineers, is they take any gig they can because yeah, they don't know I when the next one is going to come in. Right. Right. It's all freelance. So using Good Morning America, I had already kind of landed a teaching gig at SAE Institute uh, at 2019. And between 2019 and 2020, I was not giving up any sort of work. I was still doing live sound. I was doing broadcasts and I was teaching uh, at this uh, university. So I was doing a whole lot of work where, you know, Jason, to be honest, like these, you know, it sounds like, oh yeah, you know, people, they juggle, you know, two or three jobs too. But my, my jobs were good morning. America starts at 1am and I had to, I had to be up till 10am. And then in between that time, it would take me maybe an hour and a half to two hours to get home. I'd have about four hours to sleep if I didn't have another gig to do that day. And then I'd have to go back to work, which would be at 630 to then teach till 11. And then I would stay up till 1 a.m. again. You know, it's it's not it's not healthy. <laughs> so, well, Ken, how, how did you manage, though? How did you manage um, or, or maybe I should ask this question? What were you doing musically that was yours? Because I know you've got Homeric and I know, you, I know you're involved uh, with some other projects, uh, your other band, the rock band, um, uh, four, four trips, trips ahead. ahead. Yeah. Yep. Four trips ahead. So you had a lot going on that too. How did you manage those things musically that you really want to do yeah. while having all this work stuff, this serious that's a, stuff? Going? That's a great question because, um, you really have to book out time, uh, in your week. That's just stuff that you have to do. Um, I highly recommend, and maybe at this point, you know, for someone like yourself or, you know, me, now I have more experience. Um, but for those of us who have responsibilities that we have to take care of, we just have to be very adamant in saying, okay, this is the day and time that I have to do this. You have to schedule it as if it was like another job. Otherwise, it will never get done. So I would do every Friday night. Friday nights. That was it. You know, there was not, you know, there was no beer, you know, or, uh, you know, hang out on Friday night. It was work time, you know, everybody else, you know, going to the bar on Friday night, you know, to end the weekend. And that's not what I'm doing. I'm going to a rehearsal. And, uh, many times, yeah, many times people would be like, Oh, you're going to work. I was like, yeah, I got to (laughs) work. But, you know, that that's powerful because, uh, first of all, you're disciplined enough to do that. And you're right. You have to schedule it uh, like it's work. And I did the same thing when I was working 10, sometimes 12 hour days or there are many times over the weekend they wanted a process to be run. So there went my day right on a Saturday and sometimes Sunday, uh, you know, and I, I don't want to make it look like I didn't have any free time. I did. I've always, you know, spent adequate time with with my wife and my other half. Um, but you know, you do have to make it sort of like a job. I'm, I'm doing this and you had one day a week on Friday that you did that and nothing else. This is not a Metallica pun, but nothing else mattered. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And, and I, you know, I kind of did the same thing, man. I I knew certain days I I was going to work on YouTube, work on my album. Um, you know, I release 
Apocalyptic Dreams in 2013, my very first album, which was an instrumental metal album. And, uh, and I'm very proud of that because I did that during a time where my wife and I, we, we both lived in an apartment, so we didn't have the house, you know, responsibilities that we have now. Uh, but even then, though, I was working a lot. I was probably working the most, you know, during that time at the company I was with. But I just carved out time. And I'll say I'll say this, too. If you're with someone, if you have a, a spouse or girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, sniff another, um, you really need to be with someone that's on that page. But at the same time, and I'm not, we're not getting into counseling at the same time, you need to also be that person for them as well. So it's not giving 50, 50, it's a hundred, a hundred, but again, you got to schedule, but I want to, I want to go to another point that you made, Ken, without making it, you know, you started young, you know, you made a decision that, uh, and I know it was kind of a tough one. It took you a year or two to make that decision to get into this industry, but you, you got into an industry that revolved around music and around sound which is tied to your passion. It might not have been what you wanted to do. We all want to be like rock stars and or, or have or have written a song that just made it and that's it. We can live off that. I mean, that's a good dream to have, right? Go for it. But you got into the field though, right? You got you you said I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna work at a restaurant. I'm not gonna work at a movie theater. I'm not gonna go get a, a cubicle job or whatever like I did. Uh, so you at least got your foot in the door in that industry. So I think to a young person, um, what well, what would you say to someone young starting out? Let's talk to the young folks. Then then I, you'll talk to the young folks, and I've got a message for the older folks who who are around my age because I'm old. sure. Um, <clears throat> well, I think that when you're young and you don't know what you want to do yet, or if you do, in this case, you know, if you're a musician. Um, but for those who don't know what they want to do, it's important to experiment mm -hmm. and to go. Uh, and if you're going to, if you're planning on going to college, I, I think, I think honestly, every young person should go to college. I think college, what it provides is, uh, a place for you to discover things that maybe you might be interested in and makes you a little bit more of a well-rounded individual. So and I, you know, obviously now I'm a university professor, so of course I love college, but, um, you know, I loved college even as a, as a student too. It was, it was a great experience for me. Um, for those of you who do know what you want to do, um, you have to be really adamant in pursuing that as your profession. You can't, you really have to, to, to make an effort to, to say that this is what you're going to be doing. And you have to try every way possible to make it happen, even if people don't think it's the right move, because it's maybe not the right move for them. That's uh, that's somebody else's fear that they're, you know, implying on you. Um, you have to just do it yourself. Look, when I was when I quit my my AMC, you know, popcorn job, it was, uh, you know, my mother, my own mother, who was telling me and she was an artist, too. She was like. You know, are you sure? You know, you got a job, you got money coming in, you know, you should stick around with it. And I was like, no, I really don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you have to just you have to commit, man. You can't be see like when you don't commit. Uh, you just live life, I think, really inefficiently. You just don't. You don't have full focus into what it is that you want to make happen. So nothing happens. 
uh, it becomes very uh, degrading for a lot of people, too, because a lot of it is, you know, you're considering many things. You're considering what your future security looks like, you know, even what your security right now in the present might be. You're also considering uh, the opinions of others, if you if you so care about them. Uh, you know, there's a lot of things that weigh on people's minds in this case. And I think it's just very important to uh, pursue something that you're really passionate about. And, you know, if it's like something like music, for example, when I went into college, I wanted to go into college for drumming. The only reason why That's I didn't right, do... Yeah. The only reason why I didn't do drumming was because I didn't get into the college that I wanted to do drumming in, which was Berkeley. Uh, well, I mean, like I got in, but I actually didn't, uh, I couldn't afford it. So I didn't go, but it is very pricey. <laughs> and so I went to my community college and I said, okay, I, I thought they would have had a worse program in music. So I decided to do music production as a trade to maybe help me in, in that regard. So that's another aspect of doing it too. Maybe you just do something that's related. You don't maybe do the one thing that it is that you're trying to do. Let's say if you're a guitar player, you know, maybe you don't pursue uh, guitar as a, uh, you know, as your, as your major, but you can do something that's related. Maybe it's music business or it's music. Uh, uh, maybe it's musical theater or it's, you know, it's something that's related to the art. Yeah. Uh, so that, that could be a way that you could also build a little bit more like grounds in in the field that you're working in. You're not just committing to this one little thing that you can do. You can you can just branch out just a little bit to give you a little more versatility uh, that can help you know apply yourself in the field. Um, you know that's one of the things that I love about audio engineering because it's a it's a technical field. It's a science as much as it is can it be an art, and sure. uh, of course it's self serving as an artist as well, right? Uh, one thing though, is if you do that, uh, you have to remember to not lose yourself as to why you did it. Right. So at a certain point I had to also come back to where did I really want to be in, in my, uh, in my industry. And it ended up being that I wanted to be an artist again, because that was what I intended on doing in the very beginning. So pursuing my art became my focus, uh, after, you know, doing five internships and getting into the field and doing a whole lot of work elsewhere. So it took a while, but, um, you know, those, those, those types of detours are uh, very enlightening. And sometimes you need to, to do that in order to truly find yourself in where you fit in everywhere. That's great advice, man. You know, like you said, uh, you know, it may not be that, that, you're pursuing guitar, for example, but you're you're choosing a field that's going to that's going to help you in what you want to do. You yep. know, audio production. Well, what do we what do we what do us guitarists want to do? We want to record our guitars. We want to make music. So, what better field to be in than sound and audio production, man? You know, uh, and you know, Ken, you know, our stories are they're the same, but they're quite different. And it's the same in the sense that we we did take the leap, and at some point in our lives, we decided we don't want to do that. We want to do this. You know, uh, my you know my story is a bit different because I made decisions early on, guys. And I'm not going to go down this road. We're not going to go to the details. It's not important. But I made decisions early on that did not support the dream that I had. And for you young folks listening. Uh, just getting started in life, uh, I would tell you this. I, I'm not going to tell you, you know, don't get married and, and don't get a girlfriend, boyfriend, 
you know, but what I will tell you is that make sure that every decision that you do make supports your dream. If it doesn't support your dream, don't do it because all that's going to do is take away from that dream, right? Uh, things like getting in uh, mountains of debt. A lot of a lot of people get into a lot of debt. You know, uh, my generation they just threw credit cards at us, right? You know, still that was our decision to to take that or not. But a lot of a lot of people. I'm 47 years old. I'll be 48 in May. But a lot of folks in my generation and even even the surrounding generations, they were just throwing credit cards at you. A lot of people got into a lot of trouble with that. So all of a sudden, you're having to pay that debt off, or you get into a relationship and and you do this and everything that comes with that right sometimes those responsibilities that you accumulate well that's taking away from your vision it's taking away from your dream so at a young age i would say go all in on what you want to do and make sure those decisions support you know what you want to do you know i want to um i want to throw some things out to the older folks again i'm 47 and uh, I just left my job three years ago, a little over three years ago. I had a nice, I don't want to say cushy corporate job, but it was a corporate job. And I could have stayed there and I could have moved up the chain even further than than where I was. But it, it just wasn't what I wanted to do. And going back to decision making, because I made decisions that I did in, in my early years, I I thought I was forced to take on jobs like this that actually paid immediately like this. So, you know, my my passion, what I really wanted to do, really took a backseat for many years until uh, really until around 2008 when I met my wife. And I played in bands. I've always played live music. I've, I've played music throughout my entire life. But taking it to the next level to where I'm working on my own music, putting it out there, and eventually I want to start getting paid or paid more at least than I was I wanted to make this into a career, you know, I want to be a full-time musician. I've always wanted to do that. But what, what I'll tell you though, guys, is that you just have to, if you're working a job, you've got a family, you got kids, you got all this stuff, you just got to plug away a little at a time and dedicate right. some time to it. I'm not going to tell you how much time, you know, Ken back in his day, once a week, you know, but it's not, I don't think it's the, the amount of time you spend. I think it's the quality of that time make sure that when you go in there for that hour every day or every other day or, or two times a week, three times a week, whatever it is, you make sure you are ready to go. There yeah. is no time for distractions, interruptions. This is the time. Even if you got to wake up at three o'clock in the morning, because that's the only time you have, you got to drop the kids off at school later. You know what? Survive on five or six hours of sleep. I know that's probably unhealthy advice, but do what you have to do to make that dream happen. Uh, you know, can us as humans, if we really want something, we will figure out a way, right? We've talked about this. We've talked about this in marketing, this business that we run. You know, you you and I run multiple businesses uh, and our music. Everything's all related to our music. But if you want to make something happen in your life, you will absolutely find a way. So you've got to have that strong desire. And, and if you're not making things happen, if you're not willing to make sacrifices, to put, and these are temporary sacrifices, by the way, you might have to do that. You might have to survive on less sleep and wake up at three in the morning or stay up an hour or two later for six months, maybe a year. But if you really want it, you will find a way. Uh, if you don't really want it, you'll find excuses. Yeah, I, I, I felt that, you know, in my own life too, uh, just those little voices in your head that tell you either, you know, when you say, yes or no to something 
you know, sometimes you get that little voice in your head that says, did you really mean that? <laughs> and you have to uh, really tap into this sort of internal, like strength that we have and this willpower that if something really is desired on your end, like you really want to get something done. I, I almost feel like there's this sort of ease in, in mental calm when you say, yes, this is what I want. Like there's no, there's almost like no rebuttal in your head. And when you, when you have that, it it's something very important to, to be aware of and to then tap into the energy that you have to, to sort of like make that happen. Uh, we are creatures of habit that we can go through life, you know, being in our, own routines and stuff like that. But, you know, if you're, if you are that older person that, you know, I'll give the story of my father because while I was growing up, you know, he was actually working a uh, UPS. He was also working at, at another movie theater. My brother hooked him up with my brother's the, the connect on that, by the way. So, That's nice. <laughs> so uh, he was also working at a movie theater and, he was making sure that while he was at home, whenever he had time in between while I was at school or my sister was at college, he was actually at home on his Korg uh, mixer uh, making his record. And it was on Ooh. CD and he would just find time. And sometimes the dog would bark and he'd have to record everything again. And it's just like... He, but he made it happen. And one of the things that was very unique about my father was that my father's been in the industry for a long time. My father was uh, a drummer professionally for 30 years. So he came already from a very young age at around like 17. He started touring, right? And when he got to his older years, uh, he had started a family and he wanted to maintain that family and give them the support that they needed. He wanted to be around. So he made that decision to leave the industry in that sense. But during that time, he's worked for so many artists that he actually never created like a solo project. And this was his opportunity to do that. So while he was at home, so cool. he had one microphone and he had He's a multi-instrumentalist. He could play guitar, bass, and drums. And he just went on his core recording machine, and he just made his album that way over time. And he was only had 16 channels, <laughs> and he just made it work because uh, he wasn't you know, savvy enough to use something like Pro Tools. He, that wasn't his forte. He was a musician, first and foremost. So, yeah, that was... That's a very inspiring story for me because what the result, the ending result was it, it actually sounded pretty good. And it was, you know, it wasn't necessarily, let's say, the greatest mixes in the world, but it was enough to enjoy in the car. And you could really like bop to it. He really had a understanding of what needed what it needed to sound like. Right. That was his musical experience kind of speaking to him. So I've always been there, Ken. Yeah, it's a it's a project called uh, Los Misterios de la Champagne, <laughs> the mystery of the champagne. <laughs> oh, nice, dude! Nice, man. <laughs> yeah, and it's a it's a really really cool thing. It's like a Spanish rock type of album, and awesome. he awesome. he you know that was his that was his uh, his own 
journey of making his own music and it's about his life and the, the ones he loves too so but i i talk about that because i think it's it's super important that you know if you really want to make something happen you'll find a way um and if you don't really feel as passionate about it as you said you know you will make excuses for it as to why it's not something that's being done and you have to you know we have only so much time that we can execute in a day so everything that you feel really passionate about we have to give that attention uh we can't waste our time fiddling around with stuff that we're not uh feeling too passionate about so you know and clearly there's obviously like responsibilities that we have to maintain that is that has to be of course what gets done sometimes you know your responsibilities take over for the day and we understand but that doesn't give you the excuse to stop doing everything all at once you know you have to just regroup and find out how to do the next time don't punish yourself for not making it happen that day just move on and then find the next opportunity to do it just keep going right that's that's what you got to do uh you can't you can't you know uh sit back and just feel sorry for yourself Right. And there's, there's two things and, and really for everybody, but especially for, for the folks, uh, older or those who have accumulated a lot of responsibilities. If you, if you do a self audit of your time, uh, you're probably going to find a lot of things that you could cut, right? Ken, you were saying that, you know, Friday night, so everybody else is going to the bars. You were working on your music. You were working on this task, right? Um, and even if you don't go to the bar or whatever, there's probably a lot of stuff like the two hours of TV that you watch, uh, how many times you pick up your phone and check Facebook and Instagram and, and, and even YouTube, right? Uh, if you're going to watch anything on YouTube, hey, watch Metal Mastermind. I'm halfway joking. <laughs> but there are a lot of things that you can cut, guys. There are a lot of things you can cut. But the second thing I'll say, and this might be even more important than anything, is that you have to make those split second decisions right away when you when you want to do something right you're like okay i need to work on this when you feel yourself drawing back like yeah but i've got nope you cut it right then and there you get your rear end up you go do that thing right now you've got to be a little be a little tough on yourself sometimes when it comes to that uh you know pull yourself out of that chair and go do it and just make it happen right uh, and I love what uh, what the retired Navy SEAL Jocko Willing says. Someone asked him, well, when, what happens when you don't feel like working out or don't feel like doing something? He says, I do it anyway. And it's so simple, but it's so powerful. So you've, you sometimes you got to give yourself that little kick. Get your rear end up. Go do that thing. Don't allow your mind to start drifting. Well, I've got this to do, but maybe I can just do this tomorrow because you'll have all kinds of excuses coming into your head. So you just got to get up and do it. You got to take immediate action. Ken is something you and I've learned in, in the metal mastermind business here, man, you yeah. know, that we, we, we've learned that we can't sit on things long at all because poof, that, that time goes and you don't get that time back. Um, and you know, I, I'm, I'm sounding a little tough right now on you guys and on myself too, because I want you to succeed. Ken and I want you to put your music out there to wh whatever it is that you're doing musically. We want you to pursue that. We want great things for you. Otherwise we wouldn't be having this conversation right now, you know? 
Um, as far as all that goes, guys, you know, as far as managing, you know, we talked about managing your daily responsibilities and, and work, you know, plus your music and all that stuff. It is a balancing act, but again, you have to just, you have to just make it happen. If you want it, you will make it happen. If you don't want it, you'll make excuses. Uh, but let's go to that next level. What happens when you make that decision and you're like, you know, I want to do something with my music. I want to put an album out, I want to put a song out. You're going to get the itch to want to generate revenue from that, right? Somehow. This is where we start getting into things like, okay, now I've got a part-time income that all of a sudden becomes a full-time income. But can you and I know that uh, that for most people, it's not that you it's not that you won't make an album and it just hits the charts and boom, you just take off. Yeah, but no. that might be a little unlikely. It's not that it can't happen, right? Uh, right. But if you're just banking on that and that alone, mm, yeah, let's let's back up for a second on that. Yeah. One, right? But there are other sources. There are other ways, though, to do it. Ken, I want I want to talk about that. Um, you know, what what are some of your experiences? Because you know, let's start off with um, the idea that, and you know, this is uh, something that I learned while I was with Jason in our. Uh, marketing courses together when we met, uh, but our instructor would tell us, um, you know, lightning can strike, but you're, you're not, you're not there to build for the lightning strike. You're there to build your entire foundation. And if lightning does strike, you're ready with your foundation. So right. you have to, the, the whole analogy is to, to build this thing that you're dreaming of over time, do it brick by brick you know exactly how your castle was built you know all the ins and outs and you know how to maintain it so uh because a lot of people who do get struck by lightning in this case right they you know get well known for a moment and then they don't know how to maintain it so they fall off immediately anyway so it's like what what did you gain from that except for a little bit of vanity um You didn't you didn't really build something that was sustainable. And that's something that we have to remember that uh, success that people dream of these like, you know, overnight successes. They're not really all that they're chalked up to be, because uh, unless that person has been working on this for a very long time and knows exactly how to run their business, chances are it's not going to last very long. And what do we want more than anything than to have a sustained, successful career right that's what we want so and the only way to do that to be honest is to invest the time you have to just make the time to keep doing what it is that you're doing so in the instance of you know okay let's try and break away from exchanging our time for money right we're talking Mm -hmm. about now uh trying to create passive income here right this is something that you have to be uh, well, you have to be a little creative, right? You have to figure out what it is that people want, right? That's 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 a service that you can provide. And how can you build uh, something that can give you uh, just income without having to be there for it, right? You have to sell something in this case. Uh, and those are not always the easiest to figure out, right? A lot of businesses go down because they didn't, you know, figure it out. Uh, so, but it, it's a risk. And that's, that's something that as an entrepreneur, you have to take, there's, there's no, 
<laughs> there's no safety in the word entrepreneur. Okay. It's, it's literally like, I'm trying to build this thing. It's going to take me money. And I don't know if it's going to work out, but here I am trying to figure it out. <laughs> and to be honest, you know, unless you're, you're investing into hard assets and making your money grow in this, you know, in markets that <laughs> the only other way I know is to create a business. And that is something that, you know, even right now I'm still working as a, as an instructor and an educator, but Jason and I, we work on this stuff together. And I think one of the most key elements of doing that is to find somebody that you can bounce off of and feed the energy off of and give that and reciprocate that to the other person to work together as a, you know, dynamic duo. It's a, it's honestly, I can't overstate it enough how important it is to have somebody there to back you up in your corner to make it happen. Uh, oh, yeah. It, it, yeah. it took, it took our business, you know, <laughs> to the next level when we did that. Uh, so, and more than what I was doing with my own music. Yeah. Oh yeah. And that's, and that's exactly what we're talking about guys. You know, uh, metal mastermind was formed out of our passion for music, but Ken and I both have a passion for helping others, others, you know, get to that next level and succeed. I, I I've always, you know, had that passion my entire life. Ken, probably you too, even before you met, uh, one of the things I encourage you to do though, you know, talking about building multiple streams of income, you know, focus on your music, do that, right? Get it on Spotify, iTunes, all those good places. Maybe have some merch, some CDs, T-shirts. Don't expect to get rich, all that stuff, but you're building your foundation as a musician. I encourage you also, start a YouTube channel. Why not? And before you say, well, Jason, Ken, you know, every other guitar players, there's so many guitar YouTube channels. There's so many vocal, metal vocal YouTube channels. There's so many drummer channels, blah, 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 all this stuff you're not really making it about guitar or, or drums or bass or whatever specific instrument, even though that might be your forte, right? Really it's about your journey and your experience and the things that you've learned along the way and are learning, continuing to learn and sharing that with other people. Um, my channel, Jason Stallworth, it's primarily a metal guitar channel, but I look at it as really deeper than that. This is really things I've learned over the years and I'm sharing it with you guys. Metal Mastermind here, right? Is is a channel for metal rock and metal musicians to come learn things and uh and just get some entertainment now and then as well cuz we've got some cool stuff out there on the channel. Subscribe by the way if you haven't yet to Metal Mastermind. Um but you know, we put value out there uh really based on things that we've learned and things we've learned from other people. Uh, some of those things have been through a series of mistakes. We like to share those as well with you and just give you a, a little bit better starting point, you know, and maybe a shortcut to get to a path. YouTube also going back to the revenue, revenue, going back to the revenue, you do get a share of the advertising. We're not getting deep into that. Actually, Ken, we've got another YouTube video out there where you invited me to SAE Institute. Uh, so go check out our YouTube channel for that. Um, we've got some tips on YouTube and and how to make it work for musicians. But, you know, that's a way to get income. YouTube also allows you to put links in the description. So 
You could put links to your albums, your music. Uh, another, uh, I'll go through just a couple methods real quick, guys, ways to make revenue, right? Because we're talking about expanding, not just with your music, but expanding. Um, you use certain gear. Well, go to a place like Amazon, become an Amazon associate. That's free. Go through that process, right? And as you share the gear on YouTube, well, you can leave links your affiliate links to those products that you use and you can get commissions off what people are buying. They're going to buy it anyway. So why not be a part of that? You know, that's another way. Um, I have a website, jasonstalworth.com. Uh, Ken has a website for Homeric. Uh, we have the metalmastermind.com website. Uh, part of my journey has been blogging. I've been blogging for years. I own a fitness uh, business called themuscleprogram.com. I haven't really done much with it because Metal Mastermind has taken over and the music's become more important. Um, but that's another source of income you can generate as well by giving those calls to actions. I also play live solo gigs. I play live solo acoustic gigs. Um, can you pick up some gigs here and there? So there are so many ways, guys. I could keep going on and on and on. And maybe we'll make another session, uh, YouTube video or, or uh, podcast, where we talk about all the different ways and details. But you can you can do so much more with you know with your music if you expand into these other areas when it comes to revenue. And eventually, these things continue to build and build and build and build. And all of a sudden, you've got like you know six or eight things that have built up. It's like whoa maybe I can leave my job now. Yeah. And I mean, one of my favorite words about doing stuff like this is fortitude. Uh, it's, it's, it's a combination of hunger and patience. Oh man. Yeah. Patience. <laughs> you know, for sure. uh, it, it, it's something that you just have to be okay with that. You know, you gotta, you, you gotta work and you gotta love it too. You really do. Yeah. Uh, you, you can't you can't make uh, a business happen if you're if you're if you're watching Netflix all day. So you have to be able to have restraint, and you have to be able to also be okay with some sacrifice. You may you may have to live off of you know a hundred maybe fifty bucks for food this week <laughs> because the money that you're you're making from your day job is going into your business or something like that. You know, yeah. you, you, that's just, and that's just something you might have to be okay with. And if you have a family, obviously, of course, the family takes priority and then whatever you have that you can devote to your craft and making your business happen, that's something else. Or, or in another case, right. If you're uh, if you have a partner in your business that can help, that's immense. That's it can, it can catapult you. So it, it it really is something where if you're and I know uh, rom, you know entrepreneurial uh, matters are, are kind of romanticized in many ways, but it's 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 an ugly thing, really. It it it's not uh, it's not pretty on a day to day basis. The results look amazing, but as you're as you're doing it. <laughs> It's very difficult and it's very like uncomfortable. And you're just like, I don't even know if this is working. Uh, am I wasting my time? You know, <laughs> and then uh, you don't realize it. But then you look back after a couple of years down the road and you just kind of see what you've been able to do. And it's very rewarding. So 
Uh, a lot of people see the end product. They don't see the thing as it's moving and progressing forward. Um, even here on Metal Mastermind, most of you guys see what uh, what looks pretty on Metal Mastermind. It's it's hard to give you guys the scoop every day on what we're doing because we're just working all the time. It's making it happen. Right, right. So um, that's that's something you just have to understand. It's not necessarily hustle, 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 hustle. It's just loving the process and being passionate about the process and being okay with loving the work. Okay. That's really what it's about. You just got to really love what you do in order to make it. It comes back to the whole thing of you won't make something happen if you're not passionate about it. So you have to make sure that what you're doing is something that you entirely believe in and that you're very passionate about so that when you do work, it doesn't feel like it's something that's so annoying and it's getting in your way of something that you really want to do. You know, yeah. you don't want to start a business on something that you're not passionate about. Do something that you're passionate about. That's the easiest way, honestly, to success is find your passion. Find something that you really love because that's the key to unlocking all the necessary things that come with it. And you brought up a really good point, Ken. Uh, you know, people see the end result of, let's say, just entrepreneurship in general. You see all these people on YouTube talking about success and, and you're like, man, I wish I had their life and that sort of thing. But if you're if you're not loving the process to get there, well, that's you're probably not going to get there, number one. And even if you did, it's not going to be really what you wanted. And I'll give you a short example. I love craft beer. Like I, I, you can, you and I both, we love craft beer. <laughs> um, yeah. We had a lot of craft beers when you came to Tampa last time. I mean, next time we're gonna have more, but um, I had this uh, itch to maybe I wanted to create craft beer, start brewing my own beer. Uh, cause I thought, okay, would well, that be so cool to own an actual brewery? I see the end result. I play live music at a lot of breweries and wineries and such. I'm like, this would be cool to be the owner of one of these and actually, you know, make the beer. Oh, yeah. Uh, but then I bought a textbook on it, got a really big textbook, you know, how to brew and going through the textbook. I'm like, I quickly learned that, okay, I don't think I'm going to enjoy all the cleaning and all this, this whole process here. Maybe I'll just stick to enjoying craft beer. And this is what we're talking about. You know, be honest with yourself. Yeah. You might like the end result of something, but you know, as you start digging into what it takes to get there, you know, being even being a full-time musician can, you know, it's it's not for everybody. That doesn't mean you can't be a musician, but just know that there is some grunt work, quite a bit of grunt work uh, on different fronts involved. Right. You know, you're not just in the studio, you know, playing music all the time, right? Uh, there's marketing that you have to learn. There are a lot of moving pieces. Uh, of course, you can always hire some of that out, which that's not a bad idea. It's the same concept of of me not being a drummer. So what do I do? Well, I hire someone to play drums for my albums, you know, because right. I, I don't want to be my own weakest link. Uh, we've said that before. Uh, but you do have to love the process. Doesn't mean you're gonna love every single process. There, there are some things in my day to day. It's like, oh, I got to do this, <laughs> you know. But overall, I enjoy the process. I enjoy creating videos. Ken and I, we we enjoy having these podcasts, recording this for you. We we both even enjoy the editing of stuff because it kind of takes us back to that memory of like, hey, this is what we're doing. This is what we created. 
but yeah, you do have to love the process, guys. Know what you're getting into. Yeah, and and Jason, I'm I'm curious because you, you asked me, you know, if I had any advice for uh, any youngins. But you know, let's say you have someone who is older who wants to try and do this kind of stuff. Uh, do you have any advice? You know, before we before we wrap this stuff up, I want to know what are your thoughts on how how does somebody who's who's older and wants to change their life? Um, what advice would you give them? Right, real quick for the young folks, and I'll just I'll just reiterate: uh, don't accumulate a lot of responsibilities at a young age. Put all your time and energy to what you want to do with your life, and make sure your decisions align with that vision that you have for your life. Period. You'll be okay because uh, at a young age, with no responsibilities, you know you can you can live pretty cheap, right? You can yeah. live pretty cheap if you, you know, if that means getting roommates, as long as they don't distract your vision, but uh, just make that decision that you're going to go all in on this. I believe when you go all in on something and you make the decision that no matter what, this is what I'm doing. I think it's impossible to fail at that. You will have many failures, but those will be lessons that you learn along the way as you keep pushing and pushing and pushing. I truly believe that you almost force the universe to work in your favor because you are not giving up. Now, let's carry that same mindset over to older folks or folks that have accumulated a lot of responsibilities. And it's like, man, I, I, I want to play music. I want to do more with it. But I've got this job. I've got family. I've got all this stuff. You just had to set aside that time. We talked about this earlier, a little each day or every other. But you have to be patient. Ken, you brought that up earlier. That's that's an extremely important attribute that you must have. You must acquire the skill of patience 10 times 10, right? You've got to do that, but you also have to be persistent. You also have to know that no matter what, this is what I'm going to achieve. It might take me a little longer, but this is what I'm going to do. And you've got to be focused during those times, right? You've got to be focused during those times where you're working on your music or whatever it is you're working on. This this goes across the board for anything. Ken and everyone listening, there are plenty of people, um, whether they're musicians or not, that walk away from their gigs and take the risk and start their own business. When you do that, though, you had to go back to what I was saying earlier, that you make the decision, I am putting my back against the wall here, but I'm going to make this work no matter what. And guys, you have so much power within you. You are the abundance, right? You're looking for abundance. You have to realize that you are that abundance. Every one of you listening right now, you are the abundance. You are the change, right? You are the person uh, that you are becoming that better version of yourself, that stronger version of yourself. You've got everything within you to just plow through and make this happen. So you really just had to make that decision that this is what I'm going to do with my life. And there is no turning back. I'm going to do whatever it takes. And you keep pushing through. You know, again, it might take you a little longer if, if you're older and if you accumulated responsibilities because you don't have that time, uh, you know, to spend on it. But make that time happen the best you can. All right. So, uh, Ken, what would you say to to an older person, man? <laughs> you know, <laughs> Words somebody of like wisdom, me, man. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh. Uh, to circle back a little bit, mental fortitude is a must. We have to be yeah, able to uh, have the endurance to fight for what we really want. Um, 
it's kind of like stamina, you know, you, you, you gotta, and it takes, it takes time in the beginning. It's, you know, it, it, it's exciting. You know, you get, you start getting your blood pumping, but then what happens after you're running for a long time, you start getting tired. Right. (laughs) So we have to build that stamina and that stamina has to endure for quite a while. Uh, People don't, you know, win marathons by sprinting the entire time they they win by you know changing pace and moving along with their body but they still keep going till they get to the end goal that's uh something we can learn from with our own journeys and trying to do business and most of the time you know the people who run those marathons it's the people along the way that they love to meet right there you got the people that are cheering them on on the side and they're like, yeah, all right, nice to see you, right? Oh, beautiful day. And they're doing their thing. And by the time they get to the end, they're like, oh, wow, I'm here. I'm at the end. Oh, great. But it's it's the journey is that's amazing. It's, it's getting from where you started to uh, where you're going. And I, I love the analogy of being in the dark on the road and only seeing just what's in front of you, but you know how to get all the way to your destination just by looking at the signs, right? And yeah. you just keep going. All you got to do is just see what's in front of you in order to get there. So take that and also attribute that into, into your life as well. Uh, just have that passion. You, and if, you, and if you, you're still trying to make it happen, figure it out. You have to just figure it out. And there's no really easy way to just say it. You just... You have to make, you have to really want it. You have to really want it so much that you will make it happen and take even just a little bit of time uh, every day, every week, whatever, whatever you can fit in your schedule uh, to, to say, this is something that I really want to do. It's something that I must do. If I don't, I will live with regret. So here it is, here is who I am and this is what I have to do. And that's it. It's as simple as that in the terms of framing. Doing it, that takes stamina. And that might take a little bit of time for you to build. So don't punish yourself, okay? There's no point in punishing yourself. You just got to, you know, if you fall off the horse, you just got to get back on and keep going. So very important to do that and to, 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 to respect yourself. But keep yourself in check right? Know when you are slacking, when you could be doing what it is that you are trying to do here. That's what I would say. That's good stuff, man. And you like, like you said, you don't want the regret. You don't want to be 80, 90 years old, looking back on your life and saying, what would have happened had I taken that risk? Yeah, I really wish I would have done that. I really wish I would have tried that, you know? Uh, so guys, we're going to wrap things up. Uh, I want to say thank you so much for listening today. I hope you got a lot out of this. Um, you know, if you have questions, you can uh, you can go to our Discord. Uh, if, you, if you're not a member of Discord, go to MetalMastermind.com. Uh, you can become a member there. Also, check out our courses, guys. Most of you know we have courses for rock and metal musicians. That is what we are all about. We've got guitar courses, got a bass course coming down the pipeline, got metal vocal virtuoso. That's a that's a, a voice course, a vocal course by Elizabeth Deduce. Ken, you've got. A complete course on music theory. We just upgraded that. Uh, so a lot of stuff. We got the mixing course out there by Nick Z. So head over to Metal Mastermind. A lot of good stuff over there for you guys. Guys, thank you once again. Until next time, as always, 
create your own sound.